what do we do when we see the storm clouds forming? Where do we go when when we see the storm on the horizon? When we when 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 the the atmosphere of our life changes and we sense I better buckle down because I'm in the midst of a storm. I'm not even asking this in a spiritual sense. I, I, I'm asking just in a tangible, real sense. What's, what's, it is rhetorical, but I want you to answer right there where you are. I want you to think about it. What's your escape? What's the, what's the place where you run and hide? You know, when we were kids, there, there might have been an actual physical running and hiding place. But as adults and as teenagers, we do run and we do hide. It's just in different ways. Um, music is huge. Music is very influential. When we come into this place, you know, music is influential. It, it touches us. It changes us. It softens us. It stirs us. For some people, it's music. Um, for some people, it might be it might be a, a movie. And I there's times that that's my escape, my getaway. I just lose myself in just a fictional world where I don't have to think about stuff. I can just enjoy the movie. There's many things. For some for some people it's a bottle. For some people it's a pint of of cookie dough ice cream. We we all have those things. For some people it's it's a person. It could be a spouse, it could be a mother, it could be a father. Um it's many different things. For for me, sometimes it's it's a song. There's certain songs, you know, both Christian or secular, that just just stir me. One of those songs for me that that reminds me of like innocence and reminds me of beauty, and it's got wonderful guitar licks. Is "Sweet Child of Mine" by Guns N' Roses. Um, we have we have a graphic here uh, complete with a tribal tattoo in the background. Um, and I have the words, thank you, Michael. Uh, I have the words here, um, just kind of trying to convey to you, you know, why this touches me. It starts off with, she got, she's got a smile, it seems to me, reminds me of childhood memories, where everything was fresh as the bright blue sky. Now and then, when I see her face, she takes me away to that special place. And if I'd stare too long, I'd probably break down and cry. Um, for me, when I hear that, I think of innocence. Like, I think of my kids. But I think of innocence. And this song came out long before I had kids. This song came out when I was a teenager. And even then, it, that's exactly what it did. It reminded me of a place that I could run, that I could go, that uh, of innocence. Interesting thing coming from Axel Rose. Uh, the next line was, She's got eyes of the bluest skies, as if they thought of rain. I hate to look into those eyes and see an ounce of pain. Her hair reminds me of a warm, safe place where as a child I'd hide and pray for the thunder and the rain to quietly pass me by. Um, that line of the warm, safe place. I don't know what our escape is. I don't, I don't know that place that we hide, but I believe that's what we're looking for. We're looking for that warm, safe place to ride it out. To ride out the storm. But if it's a song, that song will end. 
if it's a gallon of ice cream, that gallon will be consumed. If it's a glass, that glass will become empty. If it's a movie, the movie's going to end. If it's a person, there's still a point when you've got to go home. And what then? It's easy to run to everything like these kind of things. And there's times it's hard to run to the Lord, even though we know He is that safest place of all. I think the enemy fights us tooth and nail from from running to Him. It's hard. It's easy to run to my wife. It's easy. I know what I want to get when I run to my wife. I'm going to get eyes of compassion. I'm going to get a hug. And, and I'm going to get a prayer. And I'm going to get real tangible things right away. But in addition to running to my wife, there's nothing wrong with running to our spouses. Friends, we've got to run to the Lord. We've got to go to Him. He is always there. He is always there. He doesn't leave us. Everything we need, He provides. If we run to any of these other things, the storm might, we might be able to ride it out. But there's no testimony in that. There's no testimony in that. There's no place to go to afterwards and say, I went through this storm and my God carried me through. The storm, we thought we were going to be devoured. And and Jesus came and all of a sudden, He spoke and said, Peace be still. And the storm in my life was quieted. And the waves obeyed Him. And the winds obeyed Him. And the skies obeyed Him. And if He did it for me, He'll do it for you. Because He doesn't love me any, any more or less than He loves you. He loves us the same. The 23rd Psalm is one of those beautiful passages in the Word that speaks such powerful things. And I want us to go through that tonight. It speaks of intimacy and it speaks of power and it speaks of provision and it speaks of His wisdom, not ours. It speaks of bounty and it speaks of peace and favor. So let's read Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. As we start that, I want to point out some things. And even before kind of getting into this, we know that David wrote this. But do we know when David wrote this? See, this isn't, this isn't young David who wrote this. This isn't young slingshot wielding David who wrote this. This isn't, you know, young just killed a, a lion or a bear David. This isn't even David that killed Goliath David. This is older, wiser, been through the battles David who writes this. This is David who was responsible for the death of a man because of his, his infidelity. His seduction. It's that David. This is the David who has been through the storms, who needed a place to run in the midst of the storms, and he ran to the Lord. This is the David who values music, who values song, who finds solace in in the writing and the worship and in the singing of songs. But above all that, who finds his hiding place in the Lord. 
And he starts off and he says, the Lord is my shepherd. Not the shepherd. Not the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. It's very specific who can say this, the Lord is my shepherd. Not everyone can say the Lord is my shepherd. Only those who have made him their shepherd can say he's my shepherd. Only those who follow him as as he guides and leads and provides can say he's my shepherd. There's other there's other flocks, there's other there's other sheep. But those who say, I come into your fold, can say he's my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Whatever we need when we're running to that place, we shall not want. He provides what we need. We shall lack nothing. We shall want for nothing. That's what that's saying. We shall want for nothing. What I need, I find in Him. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. This is so interesting. This is so interesting. Friends, we can eat standing up. Sheep can eat standing up. Okay? This is not about eating right here. What's this about? Rest. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. This is this is so relevant to every one of us today. How many of us, and, and my hand will be the first one up, man, we will run ourselves ragged before we rest. We will toil and we will strive and we will work and we'll do everything we have. And there's times the Lord's like, rest. And Lord, I will in just a bit. Rest. Just a bit. Rest! And there's times He has to make us to lie down. And that's not necessarily a fun spot. He makes us to lie down. But where is it we lie down? In green green pastures. In a place that that we can eat. In a place that we can rest. In a place that's, that's comfortable. In a place that is good, that is safe. He leads me beside still waters. When we talk about a storm, are we talking about still waters? When we talk about a storm, we're talking about tumultuous waves. And the Lord leads us to a place of still waters, a place we can drink, a place we can be refreshed. So He's saying, He makes us to lie down giving us rest, and then He brings us beside still waters where there's refreshing. If we stopped right here, and we could stop right here and say there's none of those things I mentioned that can provide just what I talked about. None of the things we run to, none of the things we make our escape are these things. They don't provide rest. They don't provide refreshing, but our God does. How awesome is that? My shepherd does. Your shepherd does. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. That last line I I read, that last sentence, is a transitional. It ties the previous thought to the next thought. It's dualistic in its meaning. But before we... Move on. Just see there, in addition to rest, 
and refreshing, there's what? Restoration. How awesome is our God? Is our God? How awesome is our Shepherd? Our God is a God of restoration, and first and foremost, He's a God of restoration with you and I. The fullness of His love, His presence, everything made available to us. There's any time that we can run to the Lord, you guys. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His namesake. What are paths of righteousness? And what about His namesake? Paths of righteousness. How many of us know that paths of righteousness do not always look like we think they're going to look? Paths of righteousness are not always what we think they're going to be. For crying out loud, we just got talking about restoring of soul and refreshing by the cool river and the green pastures. And then we go to paths of righteousness. I'm with you, Lord. I'm with you, Lord. Friends, we need to know that He's with us. And sometimes those paths of righteousness that He leads us down for, for our sake, for our sake, for whose sake? For His namesake. For His namesake. See, the things that we run to, the places we go, if it's not Him, then His namesake is not in the picture. If we run to these places that are safe for us, that are comfortable for us, but without running to Him. His His name isn't the one that's exalted. Steven Spielberg's exalted. J.J. Abrams is exalted. Whoever your favorite musical artist is exalted. Ben and Jerry are exalted. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of of the shadow of death. We just, hold on, I missed something. He leads me in the path of righteousness. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. There's times He leads us through these dark places and it's, and it's His plan of righteousness to see us emerge from that victorious, to see His name glorified, to see you know, the, the Father seeing the Son glorified. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, a valley's, a, a valley's bad, because it's kind of down low. A valley's bad. Uh, a, a valley of shadow would be bad. That would still be bad. It's like, wow, that's a really dark valley. The valley of shadows. Right? Something like from a Tolkien movie or something. But no, it's the valley of the shadow of death. The, the darkest of places. Even though I walk through it, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. If I had a rod and a staff with me right now, your first instinct wouldn't think comfort. Like comfort. I am so comforted because Mark has with him a rod and a staff. And a lot of times we might not think of comfort with the means that the Lord uses to guide us, to protect us, to, to get us back in line, to steer us. But in the Lord we find comfort. 
The Bible says that he, he corrects and disciplines those he loves. Not those he hates, but those he loves. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. You guys, we we run to the Lord not just because we know it's the right thing to do, but we know that when we run to the Lord, the result is abundant love. Abundant outpouring of His presence. Abundant outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Everything we need. Surely. For sure. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Friends, when we are in the presence of the Lord, where else? Nothing else satisfies, right? Surely I'll, I'll, surely I'll never leave this place. Surely there's no other place for me to go. For sure there's no other place I want to go. I'm going to dwell in your house forever. Because our God is such a great God. This this 23rd Psalm, as most of us know it, it's man, it's deep and it's complex. And it takes you on a ride. It, it, it tells a story of the goodness of God in good times and the goodness of God in difficult times. And it ends with the provision of God at all times. In a moment, we're going to... Um, we're just going to meditate on the Lord. It, it, it kind of irks me that we've allowed certain certain biblical godly principles to be stolen by other people. We've allowed it. So we've made meditation something that's only good for like the Eastern religions when it's scriptural. We've made confession something for the church in Rome, for our Roman Catholic friends, when it's scriptural. We've made repentance. Oh, that's something for the Lost, not something for the believer. We've there's things, there's awesome principles that we've we've left aside, and so we're gonna we're gonna meditate on the Lord. We're gonna play a song that pulls from the twenty third Psalm, and. Uh, Am I just going to listen? We're just going to meditate. We're just going to, to to agree with the words of the song that speak of our God always being there. That speak of our God paying the price. I I wish I had a bed. If 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 there was if I could have, my kids aren't home. If I could have grabbed one of their beds and got it back in time, you know I I would have. But Kara has the truck. I've got the Audi. It, it doesn't fit. So we did have this pack and play with pillows and a blanket in there. And it represents rest. It represents what the Lord has for us. It represents His guiding us to a place of refreshing and restoration and rest. Uh, I'm going to throw a curveball here. I, I, we had we have pads of paper set up. But I, I want to, if I can get some of the 
some of the, the servants to to grab some of those pads of paper and let's just pass them and tear some tear some sheets out and let's just pass them along and here's what those are. Even if you never write something in it, you can hold something, you can hold that blank sheet of paper in your hand and you can give thought to what that represents. You can give thought to the things that we hold on to, the places we run without running to the Lord, the things that we're carrying that rob us of rest, the things that we're holding on to that, that prevent us from accepting His restoration into His presence. I think just even holding it, there's merit in that. Oral Roberts was a big believer in, in having a point of contact. During, during, you know, when he had a TV ministry back in the day, it was revolutionary, but he'd say, come, lay your hand on the TV as a point of contact, and people would be healed just by putting their faith into touch. But for some of us, Maybe we need to write down some of those things that the Holy Spirit brings to our heart. And maybe for for others of us, those need to be brought up and just laid at His feet and receive His rest. And that's what this represents. And guys, not, not everybody. I'm not asking everyone to do this. I'm just asking you to do what, do something so that you experience the touch that you have. And we're just equipping you with what you need. Even holding that blank sheet of paper. Give thought to the fact that there are things that rob us of rest. There are things that rob us of refreshing and restoration. And there's things that we run to without running to the Lord. For a lot of us, there's a go-to we have that's not the Lord. And so, whatever you need to do, I'm just equipping you with whatever you need to do. If, if there's some that want to, you know, write things down, fold it, leave it in there, crumble it up, leave it in there, we're not going to read them. We'll throw them away at the end of the night because they belong to the Lord and that's what that represents. But you can do the same thing right there where you are. But what, what I don't want is for any of us to sit there and do nothing. So as we play this song, um, let's even kind of dim the lights a little bit. Let's just, let's make it not quite so bright in here. And let's just be in His presence. Let's acknowledge Him as our source and, and worship Him in the midst of, of our meditating on Him. This is a song by A.B. and Fam. going to do one more song because uh, we just don't want to rush out of this place and let's just let's just stay but we chose this song because it represents victory because friends we walk out of that valley with him we feast with him we're anointed by him and we walk in victory with him What we, what we just did is exactly what, what I do when I run to him. I mean, even to the point of it being that I normally play those exact two songs. 
and I cry. And I remember who He is. And I remember how great He is. And I praise Him. And then I bring the heavy things to Him. And I bring the obstacles to Him. And I bring the hurts to Him. And I bring it all to Him. And then I rest. Now, I still go to the movies. There's times I... That's a wonderful escape. But not when I need healing. Not when I need a touch. Not when I need security. Not when I need His Spirit overflowing. There's only one place we go. And that's to Him. Now, for me, it's those songs. I mean, literally, guys, that's, I play those two songs and I cry and I give them my all and I rest. My point is, we go to Him. We run to Him. And whatever your way of running to Him, run to Him freely and run to Him expressively and give Him your all and lay it at His feet. And take a moment to remember what that is to be in His presence and that there's no good thing that we need that's found outside of His presence. It's found in His presence. And then just stay there. Just stay there. Just stay in His presence. Just rest and acknowledge Him. And whatever your imagery it is, if it's sitting up there on His lap and just letting Him hold you, then you just get to that place with Him and let Him do it. If it's just Him wrapping His arms around your head because He's so big and strong and you just get lost in His arms, then imagine that place. If it's Him waking from a piece of, a place of sleep and walking up to the storm and going, peace be still. And everything having to obey Him. Then go there. Tonight, the Lord, this is what the Lord wanted. He wanted a worshipful night, but a night that we remember in the midst of busyness, in the midst of chaos in the midst of storm in the midst of darkness in the midst of high winds in the midst of low income in the midst of everything we run to him we trust him we acknowledge him as our source so let's just worship the Lord just for one last song let's let's close out this night Ah, lifting high the name of Jesus And then we'll call it a night, huh?